Hey, hello everyone. This is Dr. TJ An. Welcome to Podiatry Profits Podcast, episode 30. In this episode, I'm going to talk about what motivates you to keep going as an entrepreneur. Welcome to the Podiatry Profits Podcast, where you will discover how to get more patients and multiply the profits of your practice with minimally invasive foot surgery, proven marketing systems, and ethical influencing to your patients. And now, your host, board-certified podiatrist, best-selling author, speaker, and founder of TJ On Coaching and Consulting, Dr. TJ On. We are all entrepreneurs. In this episode, uh, I think you find it very interesting because I want to um, categorize the motivating factors to four different ones. Uh, originally, I um, learned these four factors uh, from Ty Lopez. He's one of the uh, influencers in business world, online business, offline business world. But I didn't agree with all four of them, so it's kind of a little bit modified. But this is my version. Um, see if you like it. Sounds good? So what motivates you to keep going? Number one, as obvious probably as you guessed, um, is money, right? It's a common, very common and natural desire for most people. And most entrepreneurs obviously driven, right? Um, why do we work anyways? Why do you have your private practice? You want to make money after all, correct? So I think, um, oh, by the way, I'm going to give you these four motivating factors, but you know, not necessarily you're going to be motivated by one. You know, it's usually combination of one or two or even more. So, you know, listen to this episode and then see which motivating factors uh, like affect you the most or motivate you the most. So go back to the first one, money. Um, so we all love money, right? Let's not fake it. You know, um, but you cannot work for the money. Another, in other words, you cannot become a slave for the money. That's the last thing you want to do as an entrepreneur because you will be up and down like roller coaster. You know, that's not uh, the character or trait that as an entrepreneur should have. So, you provide the best treatment solution that you can offer and you, you over deliver your uh, value proposition with your treatment solutions to your patients. And guess what? The money will come to you naturally as a byproduct. Okay? Because if you start working for the money, then, you know, you might be tested at the ethical boundaries you know what i'm talking about like things that you might not have patients do or take that you'll be tested in a ethical questions and i don't want any of you to across the river meaning the other side that you become unethical that's a very very dangerous as a doctor uh, uh, that's the fastest way to go downhill and 
ruin your business and your life. So do not ponder upon ethical boundaries because of money. You need to develop, however, mindset. You need to develop a mindset of being comfortable and respectful for the money or with the money. So I'm not saying that, oh, money is a root of evil. No, I'm not saying that. Money is the exchange of your service uh, with the patients, in our case, as a private practice owners. It's a merely means of exchange that you provide the best service that you can, you can offer and then patients pay for it. So that's what money is for, but it's not a root of evil. If you make a lot of money, you'll be having more problems. That's not true either. Well, what if you don't have money? Can you even help anybody? If you don't have money, can you do donation that you cannot even provide food on the table for your family? No. So I, I believe money is important and be res it, it should be respected. It should be respected and you should feel comfortable. But ironically, do not work for the money and do not become a slave for the money. So hopefully this makes sense. But money is a definitely one of the four motivating factors. Number two is status quo slash recognition. Some people just love attention seeking. They want to get all the attention. Uh, they want to elevate their social status by other people uh, recognizing them. So typical example, celebrities, public figures, uh, well-known national speakers, thought leaders, you know, However, there's also dangers of this motivating factor. If you're motivated purely by status quo or a recognition, your ego definitely can get in the way. In other words, you may lose that important character of being humble and having that decency because that ego is that status where you cannot yourself cannot match your true expertise and wisdom your ego will cover that part it'll play a very important role to cover your weakness so are you deep down real expert real wisdom uh, uh, the experience uh, that to back yourself and defend yourself um, then it become more egotistic just for the sake of getting status quo, elevation, and recognition. However, I believe this is very strong motivating factors for a lot of entrepreneurs. Number three, mastery. Number three that motivates people is mastery. In my opinion, again, this is my humble opinion, this is the most underestimated yet overused by many what uh, quote-unquote so-called masters. The word master is something I cannot 
personally take lightly. Again, this is, I said personally. So it's definitely biased. Because my life, I've met, I've been so fortunate to met many masters in my 50 years of my life. Martial arts masters played big part and influence in my life. Uh, my Aikido master, Japanese martial arts called Aikido, Akira Tohei. Um, I met after 18 years of training Aikido, I also did Jiu-Jitsu, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for uh, 10 years. Master Carson Gracie from Brazil. Again, how fortunate I, I am that I had personally interact with these masters. Unfortunately, both masters passed away, but they definitely handed down so much knowledge and wisdom and skill set to me. My MIS uh, surgery master, he doesn't want to be called, but I, I certainly want to call him master. My doctor, uh, my mentor, Dr. Stephen Aisham. Now, it doesn't only go to this like martial arts or surgery. I even have a master that I consider in a dog training, police dog training that I had passion for many years. Uh, Bill Kula. And not least golf teacher from Australia, Martin Ayers. You know, these are kind of correlated to obviously my uh, hobby and my passion. So that's why I seek for these masters, right? And another one most recently is not direct my teacher, but my son's chess teacher, grandmaster, um, Mazgen Amanov, one of only 1,500 grandmasters in the world. Anyways, my point here is that you may not agree with me, but I, I, I witnessed multiple times that characters they share that I believe the masters have. Number one, they devote their whole lives, hundreds of thousands of hours of training and research and experience, hands-on, into that field of their passion. I mean, you cannot neglect that fact. It just exudes out of them that they cannot hide. Do you know what I'm trying to say? If they're really good at something in a master level, they don't have to say I'm a master. You know, uh, it just exudes out their aura. You know, you know what I'm talking about? That, that spirit, almost like that aura sphere around them that exists. You will feel it and you will sense it when you're around this type of people who are the true masters in that field. They put their work, this is again, my opinion, could be biased opinion, you may argue with me, 
Uh, if you want, please leave me a comment. If you don't agree with me, I don't mind seeing your, your opinion. But again, this is my opinion, right? It's not ultimate uh, universal truth. It's my opinion, but I believe, I believe it. They put their work and priority, prioritize their work as equal minimum, as equal or even more than their own family. In other words, they sacrifice. They sacrifice many things over the field of their passion. That devotion and sacrifice into that field, um, I cannot do it. To be honest with you, I'm being honest here. I cannot sacrifice my, my life and family like they did on their field. And I, I witnessed them. Okay, so it, I, I really experienced this from these masters. So for marketing purpose, obviously, right? Even if you're motivated by mastery, unless you are really recognized by other people as a masters, like what I'm talking about here, do not put yourself, uh, define yourself as a master. That's my opinion, but I think you, you are testing yourself again, challenging yourself that by putting yourself as a master, just be ready for the backfire. So practical purpose for marketing purpose, I suggest you to use words such as proficient. You know, uh, I am proficient in minimally invasive surgery. I will never say I am a master of minimally invasive surgery because I know what real masters are about, you know. Um, or you can say expert. Expert is okay. Um, but again, for me, there's a big difference between proficient expert versus master. But anyway, mastery is the motivating factor. So I give you three things right now, right? Money, status quo, slash recognition, and mastery. The last one, what I believe is the movement. What do I mean by movement? This is my personal motivator. So I know exactly what it is because I am motivated by movement. That's my primary motivation factor. I love projects. I cannot sit still. So if you again agree with me, you might be motivated by movement. Um, me, I have no uh, intention for being a mastery. Okay, I am motivated by movement, money, and some recognition, status quo, because I'm pretty extrovert by nature. Um, but my biggest primary motivating factor is, is movement. That's my personal. So creating anything that triggers some kind of movement, right? That excites me. But that's some kind of movements usually to serve or impact other people. I love to lead people into something to help them to make their lives better than today or yesterday. It just um, ignites me. You know, uh, I need to have some kind of projects going on. As you know, I do live events on in person. I do live events virtual. 
I do teach other doctors. I have a mastermind group I lead. I have a private membership that I lead and organize. Again, these are all movement. I love real estate, doing some kind of projects in real estate. I love many hobbies like golf. I love learning new things. You know, again, these are all movement based. So I gave you four different motivating factors. I might be missing something out, <laughs> okay? But I want to ask you, so which one motivates you the most? What do you think, uh, which is your primary factor of, that motivates you and then secondary? I'm curious to know. So don't forget to subscribe to my podcast channel. Uh, give me thumbs up. Give me some five-star reviews. Those helps me to promote my podcast. And if you want me to work with you in terms of minimally invasive surgery, office-based surgery setup, hybrid concierge model practice, or high-ticket uh, premium style marketing, medical marketing, connect, connect with me. You know, you have ways to connect with me through Instagram. It's drtjon. My um, email, to send me an email, tjon at drtjon.com. My website, drtjahn.com. Uh, if you are in my, you know, subscribe to my podcast, you must be in my uh, list. So you'll be, you know, getting updates of my upcoming events. And, you know, if you love to become better version of yourself every day, you need to take action. Even if it's the smallest action, still better than today and yesterday. I want you to connect with me. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll talk to you or see you in the next episode. Thank you. You've been listening to the Podiatry Profits Podcast with Dr. TJ Ahn. To find out more about Dr. TJ On or discover how you can grow your podiatry practice, visit drtjon.com. Or you can also get a free copy of Dr. On's best-selling book, Opt Out: How to Take Back Financial Control of Your Private Clinical Practice Without the Hassle of Insurance Companies. Just go to optoutbook.com.